In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. I think it's good for us, Christmas time, to look at Christmas through the eyes of a child. It happened a number of years ago. Tommy was a 10-year-old boy, big for his age. Physically, he had Down syndrome. He faithfully attended church and Sunday school. He loved Jesus and his church. In the Christmas pageant, the one year, Tom was given a small, important part. He only had one line. All he had to say was, there is no room, when Mary and Joseph came to the inn looking for a place to stay. Tommy practiced this line for weeks until he could open the door, listen to Joseph's request, and then in a strong voice proclaim, there is no room. The night of the pageant came. Everyone was dressed in their authentic costumes. One young girl played the pregnant Mary. Her face was glowing with joy. A boy dressed as Joseph, he tried to look mature and responsible. The two came down the aisle of the church and knocked at the door of the inn. Tom, Tommy swung open the door and on cue and responded, There is no room for God. At that point, Tom didn't understand that it was a play. As Mary and Joseph turned and walked away, tears began to run down his face, and suddenly he called out to them, Wait, don't go. You can have my room tonight at my house. What a beautiful response of a childlike faith. So the question is, do you have room for God in your life like little Tommy did. It's always enlightening to see how children have a different way of seeing things than we do, especially at Christmas. That's why Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for if such is the kingdom of God. Tonight, I'd like you to think as a child for a moment. Think how hard it must have been for Joseph not to be able to provide a better place for his wife, and how hard it must have been for Mary not to be able to provide a better place for her, her child. The stable would have to do. Beggars can't be choosers. You've heard that phrase many times. But tonight, God is the beggar. It's not just that there was no room for the inn for Mary and Joseph, there was no room in the inn for God. The creator of all things would have to be borne out in the back with the animals. The one who opens his hands to satisfy the desires of every living thing must lie in the very manger from which the food is eaten by the beasts. The God whose heaven is streets of pure gold, that they are clear like glass with walls made of precious stones, and each gate made of a single pearl, is tonight as far from that as one can get. He is a poor beggar. We have no room for you, was the cry. 
John will preach about that tomorrow in his gospel. And when we'll hear his words, he came to his own, but his own people did not receive him. No room for God. Oh, some might say they didn't know it was God, otherwise they would have provided for him. But I'm not so sure. Many people today have no room for God. He would like to come into their homes, into their hearts, but there is no room. There are already too many other things going on in their life to receive him. So no room for God. Perhaps Jesus' words later on, he was thinking of this day when he was born. I was hungry and you gave me no food. Naked and you gave me no clothes. He was thinking of the night of his birth. No room for God. Truthfully, sometimes we do it too, don't we? Our lives get so full of so many other things that we have no time to devote to God. Our time is stretched so thin, our calendars fill up. No room for God. But God is not so easily stopped. He does not so easily give up. He comes anyway. No palace, not a problem. No bed, a manger will do. God does not care. There's only one thing he cares about tonight, and that's you. To come for you. To come and be your savior. If he does, then it will be a perfect Christmas, regardless of all the other circumstances that are going on in our life. None of that really matters, though, however. Only Jesus for you, so that there will be room in heaven for you. One of the great things that we get to do as pastors is to visit those who are shut in. This past week, I got to visit one of our elderly shut ins, Sweet Rosie. Rosie was so looking forward to see me, and I walked into the nursing home. She said, oh, pastor, and gave her a hug, and she said, I have a question for you. She said, does God still have room for me in heaven? Because it seems like he has forgotten me. Well, Rosie, he has not forgotten you. The truth is, God was born this eve for Rosie and for you and for me, to open heaven up for us. You see, if Jesus was not born, heaven would be locked for good. A lock that cannot be picked with your prayers, your good works, or even your sincerity. That's what sin has done, your sin and mine. Adam and Eve getting tossed from the garden and barred from re-entering by an angel guarding the way gives us a glimpse of that. There was no way for them to get back in, to get back in to the tree of life and live. But God promised one day they would. He would send a key, a savior, Jesus, who would forge a new key, a cross-shaped key. So when Jesus was born and went from the manger to the cross, was crucified outside of Jerusalem, and then rose to life from a virgin tomb, as he had from a virgin womb. The key of the cross was turned in the lock and heaven was opened again. There is forgiveness for all. There is a new tree of life and we get to eat from it this evening. 
as the fruit that hung from that tree, the body and blood of Jesus are given to you tonight. So there is room for you in heaven. That's why the angels sing tonight. They didn't want to guard, do, do guard duty that, that evening. That wasn't the joyful duty. But this was to announce to the shepherds that the Savior was born. To proclaim glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. God has room for you. The shepherds heard that message and went to see the child, the fulfillment of God's promise, a Savior, and they too were filled with joy. For you see, shepherds were never on an invitation list. Shepherds were never wanted to be hung around. It was a dirty job, a thankless job. Yet God wanted them there. God wanted them there first, God had room for them. For shepherds, while the world didn't think so much of them, God did. In fact, that's why this child would grow up and become a shepherd. And not just any shepherd, but your good shepherd. These shepherds working in the darkness of the night had seen a great light of the angels. And they heard the great light of their message. But the greatest light they saw that night was shining from the manger. The light of God's love for them. And that's the light that breaks our darkness too. His forgiveness breaking the darkness of our sin. His life breaking the darkness of death. His truth breaking the darkness of a world that has lost its ways. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ your Lord. God has room for you. And not just in heaven, though it's more than what we deserve, but in his heart, that despite who we are or what we've done or what we have left done, undone, here is God's love for you tonight. That's what tonight shows us, that while we were sinners, Christ was born for us and Christ died for us to make us his own children so that we might be with him, not on the outside, but in the inside, not on an endless quest for more, but receiving from his hand all that we need for that hand that sent his son and gave us a savior will also give us everything that we need. And you know what this really means? Really, it's quite simple. That just as God has room for us in his heart and in heaven, and just as by his grace we now have room for him in our hearts and homes, so too would we have room in our hearts for others, that we not close them out, but have compassion on them, have mercy on them, forgive them, just as our Father has. And imagine if we did. Imagine if the entire world did. It would be a different world, wouldn't it? A world with room for God and room for others. Kind of sounds like heaven which is why it will never be this way on earth. Not completely anyway, but it can start. And we can start, and you do, for God is working in you and through you, his spirit making room in your hearts for him and for others. So Christmas evening changes everything. For your father gives you tonight what you need most, his son. His son who came and traded the wood of the manger for the wood of the cross. His swaddling clothes for grave clothes. He gave this gift of life to all people. To you. 
Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So that night, which started with no room in the inn, ends with room in heaven for you. Now that's a pretty good story, which is more than a story. It's the truth. So may you be like Tommy tonight and say, there's room in my house for you, God. It's your gift. Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen.